Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Claire Bond. Claire, you are a personal brand strategist and you are the CEO and co-founder of the Claire Bond Group. Claire, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Josh. I'm glad to be here. I love talking with brand strategists because <laughs> you know you're you're on the front lines of seeing what's working and what's not working. So you have valuable insight into I think things that a lot of us you know, when we start in business, we just kind of, I don't know, it's like we put up that placeholder and, you know, we kind of say, okay, we're open for business. And and then we we hope to iteratively improve upon that as we go. And sometimes we don't until yeah. we spend some time with you. <laughs> so, uh, Claire, would you give us an overview maybe of, of how your agency work and how, or your consultancy, how you work and what you do? Um, so yeah, so, um, basically there's kind of two ways that I work with people. We have our concierge clients where we do a lot of the heavy lifting for them. And then I also do coaching and group coaching. So there are kind of different ways to work with me because obviously not everyone can do the full concierge. Um, so I kind of help people kind of get to that point. Yeah. 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 Um, well, okay. So is a, as a concierge service, like who do you typically work with? Um, it's, it kind of just stratifies. Um, we have like angel investors, entrepreneurs, um, but I would say kind of maybe in the high seven, I'm mean, high six to seven figure entrepreneur. Um, and then executives, those are kind of the, the groups that we work with. Um, and yeah, it's basically just, you know, people that, that maybe have tried to raise their visibility and have not. Um, and I think, yeah, so that, that's, those are the groups that we really work with and we really are able to, to make um, them much more visible. Yeah. When, when someone's coming in and they're, you know, at that level, you know, where they're doing pretty good business, but like when you start going through their stuff or finding out, you know, really where the opportunities are, what are some of those common things you see where you're like, oh man, I think everybody should really invest some time, effort, and resources into X. Like what is X? Uh, I mean, I would, I would, there's, I mean, I believe in an omni-channel approach. So one channel you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't just focus on one, but the one that most people miss would probably, probably be their website. It's not SEO properly. There's not enough content on it. And ultimately where you see the most success is by showing up as an expert on Google for what it is you do. So it's not just that someone could do, do research on you and they find your website and all that kind of stuff. It's that I'm looking for someone that does X, Y, and Z, and you show up at the very top. 
Cause that's the kind of stuff that you can't, you can't, you, you can't buy that. You can buy an ad, but people know to stop, you know, to, to scroll past the first three on Google and go down to like, who's really the winner. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So yep. that's ultimately where, you know, you can really make a lot of headway and it's actually really important. And that's the thing that most people don't do. And if they are doing some of it, they're not doing it right. Um, and, and that's just, yeah, that's like one of the biggest things that I see. Um, when Claire, when someone sometimes you, you let's say you ask a lay person, like a uh, lay person, a regular <laughs> mortal, uh, yes. and, and you were to say, <clears throat> what do you think branding is? Like, what's mm. the difference between their answer and your answer? Well, basically, most people think it's kind of a one and done kind of thing. I am branded and, you know, I'm good. But the problem is it's not, it's kind of this like living, breathing thing. It's like a plant. You've got to like, you've got to take care of it. It's got to have enough light, water, fertilizer, all that kind of stuff. And so that's the omni-channel approach, but yeah, you need to take care of it. And that's the one thing that people don't really think about. Um, because so, so another thing that people think about is like, okay, great. You know what? I'm going to go and do PR and that's all I need to do for my brand. One, you don't own the narrative. Somebody else does. They can take it down. It can, um, it loses, you know, its traction and efficacy over time, right? Like, so you, you're, when you're wor actively working on your personal brand, it has this compounding effect that consistently goes up. When you, you know, have PR, it goes up and then it kind of steadily declines. So unless you're constantly working on getting more and better and, you know, so that's, that's, that's the, I think that's the beauty of, of kind of the time we're living in and the fact that we can really own the narrative. You can own your website. You could do a podcast. I mean, you can do it really all on your own. Yes. There's a lot of technical know-how um, not saying that, but you couldn't do this 20 years ago. There were so many barriers to be able to do it. So expensive, you know, I mean, the cameras that we have at our, at our disposal, right. <laughs> Those cost thousands of dollars. Yeah. Back. Yeah. So you really look at the fact that you, what you can actually do instead of, Oh my God, I have to do that. I never, I don't want to do that. Just say, think of what you can do and do what you can do. Yeah. What are some of the elements that, that you believe that, that, that nearly uh, let's, let's kind of focus on, let's say an agency owner, a consultant or a coach. Um, mm -hmm. And when, a user goes to their website. Um, are there any trends that you see? It's like, oh my gosh, coaches do this all the time and I wish they would stop. <laughs> What's the thing that they're doing that you're like, Ugh. I feel like every coaching website is exactly the same and they all have that scripty text. But other than that, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I feel like, yeah, I, I just, I... I don't think there's enough consistent content. People kind of say, okay, this is who I am. Um, this is why you should work with me. And here are my testimonials, but there's not really the consistent, I'm here to help you, which, which is what that builds that no like, and trust factor with somebody. So if you're constantly creating content, you know, videos, podcasts, blogs, um, social media content, constantly doing that and helping people. That is what I see is missing. I mean, on, if you go on my website, I mean, you can find my podcast, you can find, I mean, there's so much that you can find podcasts that I've been on. There's so much information for someone to get, um, 
you know, if you wanted to dig through everything, you could probably do your personal brand by yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, that's you the won't. beauty of it. Right. <laughs> but it is there for you. And I think that's the key that a lot of times like coaches, they, they don't kind of, people are afraid to give you the answer because they think that you are going to do it and not hire them. It's, it's the opposite. You give them the answer and you tell them the why, and you tell them all the information that they need, but they're not there. It's not like they're going to go and say, okay, great. You know what? Claire told me exactly how to do my brand. And I wrote, I read all 100 of her blogs and watched all, you know, 80 of her videos. And now I'm doing it. You're not going to do that, it, nope. but it builds that no like and trust factor. So I think that's one of the things that's really missing. It's like more sales. I see too much sales, not enough giving. Yes, yes, yes. You are singing my song, Claire. <laughs> it, it really, I, I like the concept of making it insanely easy for people to get to know you as mm-hmm. opposed to, you know, it's like our first impression is, whoa, 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 you're already selling at me? Easy, yeah. man. I don't even know you, right? Yeah. Which is, again, I think the standard thing, whereas mm-hmm. like, again, if the average person, like someone who wants to buy, they can figure it out. You don't need mm-hmm. to beat them over the head with how right. to buy. <laughs> right. Like we're not even at that relationship level yet. So I, I'm a big fan of like honoring the relationship where it mm-hmm. is. Uh, otherwise you just scare people off. Yeah, definitely. Uh, um, yeah. And what's working today in, like you talked briefly about PR. What does PR mean for you? Um, I mean, there's so many, I mean, just basically using um, someone else's platform essentially, right? Whatever it is, whether it's, you know, TV, um, a blog, it can be, uh, you know, print, um, a podcast. Yeah. Going, getting you giving your knowledge to help someone else on their platform. And then of course them giving you the access to their platform. So it's kind of like a give and take, but that's PR. So yes, you have to be an expert. Otherwise you're not going to get any press. No one cares. Yeah. Do you, and it's really interesting. I think we look at the evolution of PR. I think PR back in the day was just, that was traditional media. And then there yeah. was this social media thing, right? And it, yeah. they were kind of like two separate things. And, and now it's like, I feel it like- It was its own thing. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, um, I would imagine that you get clients that are like, Claire, make me famous. <laughs> and- um, what questions do you ask if they just come in and they're like, well, I just want PR. I just, mm-hmm. I just want to be seen. Mm-hmm. What, what questions do you add? Cause I, I assume you want to dig a little bit first before yeah. you're just like, okay, let's just put you in front of this audience and this audience and this, right. audience, which some PR folks might do, but a good PR person is going to be like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, we actually don't bring on clients that, um, that don't like, that don't give, if you, if they're not like, you know, altruistic in their heart, like then it won't work because you ultimately, like we said before, you ultimately need to give, give more than you get more than you ask. You all, you have to, I, I call it my 80, 20 rule. Um, <clears throat> so that is one of the biggest things that, um, that, 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 you know, before we bring on somebody that they need to understand, they also need to understand that it is a compounding effect. And at the very beginning, you're working on getting, being seen, getting that visibility. It's not going to be instantaneous. I'm here. Well, I've been, you know, my resume is like this. Yeah. Not helpful. 
you know, we all know that people like fudge on their, on their LinkedIn profile. It, it, you can't, you can't, you know, years of blogging, years of content, years of, of, of all of this kind of stuff. You can't get that is real. And that stays versus I made up all of these awesome things on my website or my LinkedIn. Like that's why creating content and um, doing PR, getting some press, why that has staying power, why that has, you know, is valuable. While obviously it wanes over time as far as as like driving people to you, it still makes people go, oh, this person is X, Y, and Z. They are an expert in this because, you know, Forbes interviewed her, Um, you know, she was on an entrepreneur, like that is real. So those are the kind of things that, that, yeah, they're not going to just get anyone off the street. You actually have to be an expert and you have to demonstrate that expertise. It's not just like, but my LinkedIn says that it, that I do this or that I'm an expert in that. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is the, if, if someone comes to you, Claire, and they're like, geez, I mean, we're doing all this content, but no one's looking at it. You know, we're doing all this stuff on social. Like we're just not really getting any traction. Like how would you help them break out of that that what it feels like it's just not rewarding to to be spending all that those resources and that effort to create all that content when there's like an audience of nobody because <laughs> it, it is frustrating to do all that right. work and then like nobody's it's like throwing a party and having nobody show up the the thing is, is everyone expects it to to happen immediately right so so social media is is an is an event it's a party right if nobody knows you it's not like everyone's going to be like all of a sudden attracted to you um so you can tell people you're there you can do networking online things like that but if you don't have anything if you're basically like this brand new social media profile and someone can see that you just started your very first post uh 2 weeks ago why is everyone going to flock to you even if you do have great information it takes takes time. So that it just takes time. I think, I think if we stop looking at going, why this for me, why this, why that, that turn it around and just think about the, how the other person feels and why would they be attracted to someone that looks like you? Why, why, how can you present yourself? What can you do to make yourself more desirable to follow or, or to, you know, read your content? But ultimately, it does take time. It, t- it takes showing up. And there's a point where you're you're really like, I hate this. No one's watching it. And then all of a sudden, you start to kind of get feedback. But it, it does take time because there's a lot of people that will sit there in the sidelines and they'll just kind of watch. Um, they won't tell you they're reading your content. They won't mm-hmm. tell you they're, you know, so you can obviously have analytics that, sh- that, that show where your, you know, traffic is coming from. But that's, I mean, and ultimately we do have networks that we work with to help raise visibility for some of our clients. We work with other agencies to kind of work together to um, raise visibility of each of each other. So uh, networking, that is going to be key. Um, networking with other people. I mean, I personally um, belong to a few networks where you, you are working to increase each other's visibility. So that is really just one of the biggest things. I mean, I've heard that so many times, 
you know, you know, share your, your visibility, someone will share theirs. That way you just kind of leverage that visibility for each other, but there's always has to be a give. It can't just be, I'm standing here. I'm not doing anything except shouting from the rooftops. Why isn't everyone flocking to me? Mm -hmm. It's because, you know, it's not what, I mean, I don't even know when Twitter started (laughs) like 2008. I don't know. Um, Don't, don't quote me on that, but right. Like the very first people that were on the platform that still have a lot of followers and a lot of people look up to them. Like they were kind of like nobody. They just got to the platform first. And Twitter was like, hey, you should follow these people. Yeah, it is not, we don't have anything, you know, like that right now. I mean, maybe TikTok was that two years ago, but, you know, that's the kind of thing you really need to think about. Um, Why would someone want to follow you? You have to give them a reason and you have to be consistent, even when you feel like no one's watching and no one's listening. Yeah. Hey, Claire, I noticed that you offer a masterclass. Um, Are you Mm -hmm. a fan of that for your clients as well? Like that strategy? You know, you've seen, you know, I'm thinking of like, okay, let's say that uh, through your social, through your content, people are like, okay, cool. What's the next step? Like, what's a Mm -hmm. good next step? Because sometimes, you know, you can do like a discovery call, but maybe that's scary for some people. Like, how do you decide what that, okay, now let's plan like a first virtual date. You know, yeah. if I'm thinking about, again, the example of the consultant coach agency type <clears throat> thing, right? It was, and mm-hmm. some people might just want the call, but right. um, what, what's your opinion on that? Um, well, I, the people that sign up for my masterclass are not the same people that sign up for a consultation. So you can do both for, right. for Mike. Um, and that's ultimately people that sign up for a masterclass are usually going to be um, probably group coaching clients. Mm-hmm. Um, people that sign up for the consultation are usually people that are just like, yeah, I know what I want. Yeah. I don't need any more of information. I'm good. I want to, I want to get to the next level. So it's, it's, you kind of are meeting people where they are during the process. Um, so it just, it really just depends, um, on, on what you are doing, what your service is and that sort of thing and what the right kind of I mean, yeah, what the right way of connecting with people, but ultimately because we have kind of two paths, we have to kind of have different ways to connect and a, and a discovery call is not right for a group coaching client for um, our path. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, cool. Okay. Claire. So on that note, uh, mm-hmm. let's say someone has been listening to our conversation. They're like, ah, I like Claire. She sounds like good people. Um, <laughs> what would you recommend like that next step be for them? If they're like, okay, I want to spend more time in Claire's world. I mean, you know, you go to my website, clairebond.com. I mean, ultimately, um, yeah. I mean, if you want, if you want to do, you know, the concierge route, you can set up a consultation. Um, if you want to do group coaching, then definitely, um, reach out and on my contact form and let us know I'm working on, on fixing that. That's kind of my December of fixing, <laughs> um, all of the things on my website so that, that all of that is easier for people to do. Um, so yeah, that, but basically the contact form is going to be the best way if you don't find exactly what you need. So while I am tweaking things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fantastic. We all tweak things, right? Even a personal brand strategist isn't always have a perfect website. <laughs> no, no, there's no such thing, right? There's always yeah. continual improvements exactly. to be made and that's good. Right. And yes. And that's, Again, to someone, um, you you will never be there, there, there. You'll yes. you'll get good enough for for now, but there's mm-hmm. always, you know, just kind of like the PR thing, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. and then you're always. 
kind of sliding down from your yeah. Oh, uh, I learned your, your that I need to tweak this, or this isn't resonating with people the way I yeah. thought it would. You know, yeah. Yep. Always yeah, I love it. All right, Claire Bond, your website again, clairebon.com. That's B-A-H-N.com. Claire, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share re you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.